Alright, children. It's been a while since we recorded a new episode. I think it's been two months now. I think we recorded... I don't know. Whenever I post the last one, it's been a while. Anyways, so what we did... This is Terry and I. My typical... The solid go-to other person in Goonies on. We sat and recorded like four hours worth of material of us just like ranting and rambling about everything from movies, books. We had just watched Horns. That's the bulk of it. That's probably going to be almost an hour we spent on Horns, um, if not maybe a little bit less. But so we're going to be clipping by we, I mean I, am going to be clipping from that four-hour pod to a couple of different episodes, probably three, maybe four, um, but just so we can go ahead and get something up, I've clipped where we talk about books for about 30 minutes, so this is going to be the first ever Goonies on Books, and this is Terry and myself. Um, we had just talked about Horns, the movie, so we are also talking about Horns, the book, a little bit. Um, but that'll be released later into, in probably the pod, just about Horns. So, um, enjoy. There's no introduction to this one because I introduced everything at the beginning of the pod, which was, at this point, hours ago. Um, so, this is the introduction. Goonies on books. Sorry that I mumble. A lot in this pod I've noticed that I don't know if this is something that I do I know it's something I do in real life so it might be something that I do on the podcast as well obviously it is something that I do on the podcast as well because I just listen to it and I fucking hate it but anyways enjoy Goonies on books and um, also apologies that I'm sick at that point so there's a lot of uh, sneezing a little bit of coughing I tried to cut most of it out, but you can tell that I'm congested, we'll say. So, um, apologies for that as well. Um, and enjoy. I would give some distance between the movie horde, so I would read this raw to first. I'm reading that. I forgot to bring it, but I'm reading that the magician's book. Which one? That's the last name of the magicians. Oh. It's a trilogy. It's more fantasy stuff. Well, it's kind of like it's was um. Once you start getting into like all these weird like lovely bones, or what is that city of bones shit? I don't read that. I thought you read that. No. Didn't you read one of them? Mm-mm. What is that? Sh- that that young adult. Fantasy fiction series that you and uh, Pamela read. I haven't read any young adult. She she bought me Clockwork Angels, but I haven't. She gave it to me for oh, Christmas, okay. but I haven't read it. Um, I think that was the name of it. I thought you read some sort of series or something that had. I started. Um, Mrs. Peregrine's School for Extraordinary Children. I read that first one, but I haven't read Hollow City yet. Right. Um, Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But that, 
I wouldn't. I mean, I guess it could technically be a young adult book, but I think that you would like that too because it's not at all. It's dark. It's you know, it's not at all on an up high level. You know, I, you know, it's down here in the darkness. Um, and the magicians, I've just I just started it, uh, but it they're it they're calling it Harry Potter for adults. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, you know, one day Vincent is in, in New York and he doesn't feel like he belongs anywhere. And he does all these metrics and he's in love with his best friend's girlfriend. And then all he follows a piece of paper into the woods and comes out into this hall of the world where he's being inducted into the, the school for, for magic. Hmm. Um, so it's, that's, I mean, that's his, he's, so far I like it. I haven't, um, I forgot it. Um. So far, I think I could like it. It's a trilogy. I'll let you know how it is. Seems like I can't get into a book right now. I'm going to have to try again. Like I said, I started reading it, and I started reading it um, a while ago, and I haven't, read, I haven't picked it back up in a, in a minute. I've just been watching so many movies. Yeah. Well, I was. I started... We've gone to Goonies on books now. <laughs> um, I started a fantasy novel... And then I started another fantasy novel, which is, they're in the same series. Mm. I, the first one I, did, I couldn't read because the copy Stephen gave me was just so shitty and like chewed up and stuff. Yeah, together yeah. And I couldn't read it. And then I started this first part was actually like a prequel to the one that I was reading. And I, was, I just couldn't get into it. And then I started um, Sharp Objects. Because mm. I went and saw Gone Girl. I was like, well, I'll just start reading her book again. Can't get into that either. I don't like the way I didn't, I tried reading Sharp Objects. I don't like the way it was written. I don't know what's wrong with me because I like I burned through um, Nosferatu, Horns, Gone Girl, and Dark Places. Like I burned through those in like a couple months. Mm -hmm. And before that, I was reading. I finished the last game. No, I stopped reading Game of Thrones, Dance of Dragons, and read Gone Girl, and that kind of started me. I don't know what I need to read. It's something to get me into. I can't. I don't know. Um. I like Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Pedigree's um, School for Extraordinary Children. Um, in that one, he uh, he sees his grand he sees his grandfather get killed by an unknown creature that he couldn't see. Um, you know, like rips his heart out of his chest, um, or he finds him dead. That's what happens. He finds him dead, and. Uh, then they go, he wants to figure out what happened to him, so they go to um, the city that he was born in, and he finds a, a world, a passageway into a world, and uh, his grandfather was an extraordinary child who left the secret place that they hide in, and um, they get, I can't remember what they're called, the creatures that come to kill him, but that's what killed him, and they're, they're supposed to be safe in the world they are, and when they travel back to the other world is when they can get them, as long as they don't find their way into their world. And then in the in the story, they find their way in and kill just about everybody. Only seven of them make it out and, you know, and be in Hollow City. Um, I haven't read Hollow City. Pamela said it wasn't as good as the first one, but I'm going to read it. That's the one with the creepy old pictures in it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They tell the story with can, and combine with the pictures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really liked the first one. It was 
it was really good. Sad. Um, the little when they're in that world, when they're in the world that they're in, they never age. They say children forever. So the little girl that he meets there was his girl, his grandfather's girlfriend before he decided to leave. So mm. she sees him as you know his grandfather. Mm. It's cool. It's really good. I, I can let you borrow it. Yeah, like I said, I need something because I can't really. I always thought that, that would make a good movie too, but I don't know how. It's like um, it right, like it has the same feeling as The Thief of Always. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's why I liked it so much. Um, but it would be so hard to do it justice. It would be difficult um, to do Thief of Always mm -hmm. justice. Like I said, you just kind of have to that's not be beholden. Right. It's been. I mean, it's. I know people, people have tried forever and forever. Yeah. To adapt it, and it gets in certain. I think I'm pretty sure there's still a script out there. I think somebody own, owns the rights to it, or, or bought the rights to it, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so we'd have to find out some way to get on it. Get it made. I would love to. I mean, I would love to make that movie. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to see what kind of screenplay they have off of it. I think Mrs. Pettigrew's would make a good movie too, but it'd be hard to write. It would be hard to, to capture the number one, the feeling yeah. of the book. Um, it's like they would probably take it to the level of Odd Thomas, where they shouldn't have taken it. Because I didn't watch all of Odd Thomas. Did have you started it? We started like five minutes of it. I still haven't finished it either. Yeah. I don't it, know if I will. I started like five minutes of it and it just didn't. Like, I'm not a huge fan of Odd Thomas to start with. Like, I've only ever read the first book, and the first book is enough for me. I really think I should have just stayed with the first book. Oh, uh, did you try to read one of the second? Yeah. The Brother Odd? Mm hmm. But that first book is so great. It's fantastic. It's definitely a standalone book. Yeah, and so um, I love that book so much. I've actually read it three times, but it just had, even like I read it and then a year later, a year or two later, I read it again. It just gives you, once the reason I love books and the movies that I love, it just takes you to a different place and feeling. Yeah. And um, I just feel like they probably could. From what I saw, maybe I just know they didn't capture it. No, I really don't think they did either. Because um, they went for... They just went for such a weird tone. Well, it's because it's think the book, Which I don't think the book has. Because the... You can't give a book like Odd Thomas that is such... grounded, character-driven. You know, it's just... It's, it's not... As much as it's set in the fantastical world, it still has a grounded feeling to it. Yeah, you know, it feels real. You don't feel like you're in a fan you're reading a fantasy book. You feel yeah. like you're reading a nonfiction novel, almost. You know. Yeah. Um, and then you give it to the guy who directed the Mummy. Yeah. That's the problem. As soon as I found out Stephen Summers was directing it, I knew it wasn't gonna be good. And well, <clears throat> I mean, I could see. I see where he got that story from, from the book, because it's, all that stuff is there. He didn't add anything no, to it. Yeah. Um, he just focused on, like, he just has, like, so, like, Odd uh, Thomas is, like, this big, and then he took a magnifying glass and just focused on one very, very small part, part of it, it yeah. which wasn't the heart no. of it. 
which he probably should have focused on. Yeah. Um, they should have given it to like an indie director or a nobody mm-hmm. who would have found the heart because it it could to me it could have played like a um, like a Dexter like it that's to me it's it's Dexter without the um, it's that kind of darkness. Mm-hmm. So did you ever read? Did you read Jeff Lindsay? Dexter books. Okay, it has a similar feeling of Odd Thomas, um, where you're in the fantastical world of the Dark Passenger and these, um, like Dexter can actually see the Dark Passengers uh-huh. in the book. Um, he actually talks to the Dark Passenger type of thing, which is kind of the feeling that Odd has as well, where he has the like Elvis. Um, yeah. Where you have this kind of fantastical element to it, but mm-hmm. it's the heart is stormy and odd mm-hmm. of the book, anyways. The first book is that's definitely the. If I, it would have been a love story mm-hmm. if I'd written. What well, is? If I'd written. No, I'm saying if I'd written the the movie, that's what it. No, would, I'm saying, that's but what that's what Odd Thomas is. Yeah, to me, book. the first book is definitely a. It's definitely a love story or a. Um, yeah. It's a love story. It's a love story and then they just kind of like put some other stuff on top of it. But at its at its base, at its heart and lungs, it's a love story. Uh yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think they're going for that at all. I don't know. I'll have to finish it and see, but I don't, I don't think they're going for oh, that. I'm not but Pam and Lisa watched it. Yeah, but they don't like as much they don't like good stuff. No, they don't like hardly <laughs> they don't like hardly any good stuff. Um <coughs> Once I found out that they did not like Lonesome Jim, which I can't see how anybody doesn't love that movie. Because it's so... Well, first of all, Casey Affleck. Anything that Casey Affleck is starring in is going to be at least somewhat good. That's not the, the biggest problem with Pamela Lisa is that they didn't like American Beauty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really love Lonesome Jim. But I don't see how anybody doesn't love that movie. I mean, I can, I can take... Pamela's opinion of Odd Thomas to heart because she loves it as much as I mean she loves it more than any of us because she's read all of them. Um, I've read all but the last one, Odd Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Did you read the short one, the short story that he did? The manga. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the short story book? that he the short story that he did. There's there's the three and then there's one little short odd book and then there's. I read um. So Odd Thomas is the first one, then Brother Odd, which is the one where he goes to the monastery, and then there's Forever Odd, which is the one that takes place at the sea. I read those three. And it's then so... there's Odd Hours, which I haven't finished. I started reading that one. And then there's Odd Apocalypse, which just came out last year, yeah. or this year. It's just when I heard that they were doing Odd Thomas, and that Ann Thomas was going to be Odd Thomas. Number one... Well, when I heard that, I was disappointed because that's not who I saw as Odd. It's not who I saw as Odd Thomas either. Um, but I do love Anton, and I know Anton. Yeah. Could, I knew I know Anton can do it, so I wasn't worried. And, um, but then when I read that they made him put on weight to play Odd, I thought, well, that's a little odd. Because you know, odds just no pun intended. Because <laughs> no you know, odds just 
and you know a normal average guy so i don't know why they would want and then that's anton anton's a normal average guy no i would say he's more of a slight frame well either way i felt like he was fine at his frame to play odd thomas yeah other than he should be taller well yeah because I mean, he's like four foot tall he looks like a fucking hobbit he's not four foot tall you're thinking of daniel um but when I found out that he was going to do it, which you're not a huge fan of Anton, I know. I mean, I don't dislike Anton. It's just not, um... I just... He's not He's not on my favorites list. I love Anton, and I just wanted to see him do the last scene. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure they'll mishandle. Ugh, you know they would. <laughs> you know they do. I just can't imagine them not. And it's just... Like, as sad as it, is, as it is, that's one of my favorite parts of the book. And my other favorite part of the book is when he's in the desert with the ghost. Yeah. And I just wanted to see him do those two scenes. Oh, well. Yeah. I, I said I'll probably finish it at some point. Um, I'm not in a hurry oh. to watch it. And I'm not in a, um, I'm not really looking forward, forward to, to finishing it. it. Because I'm pretty sure it's gonna be shit. Um, considering the first ten minutes that I or yeah, the first ten minutes that I watched, and they completely fucked the tone, anyways. Um, but you never know. It's Willem Dafoe. I like Willem Dafoe. William <laughs> Willem shouldn't even be that character though. Like when you were reading the book, what did, who did you think? What did you pick? Who did you picture with that character? Um, more of like a uh, Mandy Patinkin. No. More feel to it, or like a um, yeah. I picture. Uh, you probably don't remember. Um, I this I only remember this part. You know him in this because it was just on the other day. But do you remember Four Brothers yeah. at all? Yeah, kind of. Uh, you know the black guy. You know how much I love Mark Wahlberg. I know. Um. You know the black guy that's playing the um hundred two thousand? No. That's playing the um I guess was he a councilman or whatever, where they Mark Wahlberg and Garrett's going and they they pour all that gasoline in his car and they say he's gonna light his ass on fire. No, you don't remember. Maybe I should say that I don't remember for brothers. <laughs> that's who I picture. I mean, I just pictured him looking like that. I, just, I remember the hockey scene. That two-minute hockey scene. I remember the hockey scene. <laughs> what other scenes I remember? Don't they? Don't they drop somebody off a ledge? No. Um, they're chasing down that guy, and that guy climbs out the window with a rope tied to him, and they cut the rope. Yeah, and it's out of his window. I remember that scene. Um, I vaguely remember there's like a mother that they. Well, they were like a mother. She gets killed in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even remember that. Like this is this is like this is what I pictured the cop to be. Oh yeah. Basset Houndy. You know, it's just like. Um, it's been a while since I read all Thomas. Um, oh, you should read it again. Do you ever read? Yeah, on the other fucking. Six bajillion thousand books that I own. Do you ever read books again? Not in a while. It's been a while since I've read a book again. Um, 
I'll, I'll read um, perks pretty often. Yeah. Um, I've read that book more. That I've read that book more. Yeah. But that one and Thief are probably the two books that I've read the most. Yeah. Um, I've probably read Thief probably five times, and I've mm-hmm. I think I've read Perks about five or six times too. Yeah, Thief and Perks are probably the ones, and then yeah. And then I did some lesson plans for Perks too, so I've kind of. I've read Catch of the Rye multiple times. Yeah. Oh, um, I think I'm, I've only read it twice. Once in fifth grade, or no, once in ninth grade? Yeah, I read on Tommy's multiple times. Yeah. No, I would like to. I, I should probably read Odd again. Um, I haven't read it in seven years. Now. I read it the last, like, it's been. Came out 2005, right? A long time. Ago. Yeah, like I think it's been like five or six years since I read it. Um, it's been it's been two years since I read it again because I read it the last time I read the lake. I recommend. Um, have you attempted Brother Odd? Mm-hmm. It was. If it was pretty close to the other time, or since you loved the first one so much, I'd recommend. Given that one another chance. Now that it wasn't. Now that it's been a couple. Yeah. I mean, I, I read them all. I read all three of them back to back, but um, just a, because I was really in, I mainly read. Um, I like his style. I like Dean Koontz's writing style, and those books. The thing. The thing about Brother Odd for me was Odd was so different. The absence of Stormy is definitely felt. Yeah. Um, and it's just... It just it made me... It just, I just couldn't get into it as much. Yeah. Well, uh, cause, I mean, because he's quite different. Mm-hmm. As he would be. Yeah. But it just didn't... Um, but this story... It didn't give me the cool. same happiness that the first one gave me. Yeah. The story ends up being pretty cool. I just love the first one. It's just so great. I'll have to reread it again. It's been a while. Um, but more so than Horns, Nosferatu is my shit. The main character in there is a fucking badass. And, um, is it in I'll have to get it back from my friend. I'll just buy it. Did you buy it? You said? It's in my cart. No, I'll, I'll get it back from Adrian. He's probably never ever going to read it. You. From who? Adrian. Who's that? Kid he used to work with. You probably won't even see him. Text him and get him to bring my book back. See if he does. I'm sure he won't read it. Um, he doesn't read books. <laughs> Why'd you give it to him? He reads comic books. Um, cause I I was reading it and I was like, if you can't read this book, the, I don't understand this whole thing of I don't read books. I don't either. Isn't it the strangest thing? Like who says that? Like I've Should started I... to have a conversation with Mark multiple times and I'm like, oh, have you read? And I'll just stop. I'm like, oh yeah, you don't read. How do you not read? I've started asking that question now. I know. Because it sh- it's... It shouldn't it's be... It's strange. Yeah, it's it a should... strange question I have to ask. But yeah. I do ask that question. Before do you I read start... books? Yeah. Like, I'll ask um, anybody that I work with. I'm like, do you read? And then they'll be like, oh, well... Uh, yeah. like, I'm like, do, do you, you read? read? <laughs> like, okay. it's it's a very... Do you actually... It's like, it sounds like you're, like, talking shit to someone. Yeah. But it's a... Very valid question because there aren't people. I mean, there are people that don't 
read. Like, it's like, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. never a time when I'm not on, like, in a book at some point. Like, I'm never, like, not reading something. Well, I mean, it's like, do you spend six hours reading a book? That's that should be your question. Or do you just read occasionally? Like, when we when I was reading Game of Thrones, or even when I was reading Autonomous at the Lake, I spent all day. Like, you could read that. Yeah. Reading. But no, it's it's more like. Because there are people that are always reading. Like, you yeah, and Pamela. I, you, I, Amanda, we're always reading, reading a book. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter. And then there's Pamela who reads three books in one day. Yeah, because, well, she doesn't have a fucking job. But um, there's never a point when we aren't. Reading something. Yeah, occasionally we'll be between books, but we're not really. Mm-hmm. We're there are people that don't read books. Oh, I know. Chelsea doesn't read at all. Yeah. Like, you just don't read novels. Like, they don't read she novels. Re- and I'm like... So it's a valid question to ask someone. <laughs> whenever whenever I'm talking about the book that I'm... Whenever me and Dr. Hester are talking about books, and she doesn't read at all, we're just like, do you realize the world that you are missing? I don't know. Like, I couldn't imagine... I couldn't imagine not reading. Like, I don't... I don't know. It's, it's, some, it's something I can't get my head around. I, I, I just try to force people to read. Yeah, because it's so... It's... It's just so great. It is. I'm trying to convince the chick at work to read. I've given her a comic book. It transcends. I mean, (laughs) but I mean, it just transcends you to a different time and place. Even, even more. I mean, it's it's different than movies, but kind of the same. But except this movie's in your head, you know, as you're reading. And I've also heard that. um, not to mention you get to know. Being an English teacher, I, like, during the classes, like, we, apparently, when people read, they don't always see it play out in their head. Oh, see, now I cast movie, I cast yeah. actors. So, that I mean, that's even a, even a stranger thought, is that when you're reading these things, What are you, you reading it for? Exactly. So, I think that's something, I, I don't know if it's something that people don't have, or if it's something that has to be learned. Whatever. Um, I cast the actors, and... Yeah. I'm in love with the characters, and if I met them in real life, it would be totally. Yeah, you. Um, but people don't. So when you're re- when they're reading, they aren't necessarily seeing things in their head. I don't know if it's. I think it's more of like a, like a, um, a muscle. The spot that's blocking. <laughs> no, I think it's a muscle that you have to work. That you and I, and Amanda and readers have. Like, it was something that was in our childhood. I guess. So we have it, like, built up. So if somebody doesn't read, mm-hmm. if they, it kind of, it's strange, like, the snake eating its tail. Like, they have to read in order to start enjoying yeah, the reading. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's why I try to start people at, like, a, I try to start the comic book guy, Adrian, at, because I read comic books. And he likes Joe Hill's Lock and Key. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, if you like Lock and Key. Here's his novel. This is Joe Hill's novel. Nosferatu is, if you're going to introduce somebody to Joe Hill, that's the one. Because like I said, he just gets better and better. Um, and that's his best one so far. I mean, how happy are you that I bought that book at the library book sale? What? The Heart Shaped Box. I was <laughs> fucking ecstatic. That's it. I saw this book. At the library book sale, and I said, this looks like something Josh would like. So I got it. Yeah, I mean, it was... I love that book. I do, too. 
Um, and it's one of those books that... When I was explaining, when I was at the lake, I just finished watching, read, I, I read a heart, and so it was a heart-shaped box. I was reading a heart-shaped box, and I was reading it, and I was finished, I was like, man, I want something else that gives me this feeling. So then I was like, I'm going to read Odd Thomas again. <laughs> <laughs> so then I took Odd Thomas with me to the lake, and I was, uh, we were swimming, and I was telling Mandy and Pamela about a heart-shaped box, and Wendell was sitting on the bank, and he was like, I don't know what the fuck you're reading, but that sounds stupid. And I was like, no, it was amazing. You don't understand. Hmm. And he said, you can never talk about anything that I watch again. I was like, you just don't understand. It's yeah. beautiful. It is a really good book. And, um, yeah. So I, I think you'll definitely... I'd like to read heart-shaped box again. I'm probably, that's from very buying it. Definitely I'm sad that I lost the other copy, I guess. But I probably I probably loaned it to someone, and I don't even remember who. Because you read the same copy, yeah, I did, right? Yeah. Or did you buy them? Did no, you, buy you gave them it hardback? back. To, no. Yeah. They don't even have it in hardback anymore. That's what I was looking for. And I was like, you know, much I love hardback, so I don't even yeah. have it. I want to I want to read his short stories too. So. Okay, I'll put it in my cart. That one, or you can buy that one. Um, I'll take the other. But that's one. his first. Uh, that's the first thing you wrote, so I don't know. I might actually have his short stories. I'll have to look. It's called, um... I saw it. I think it's called 20th Century Ghost or something like that. I think I have that. Um, and he has a, uh... I want to say he did a Kindle digital on the release, too. I'm not sure. But, um... Have I given you Locked and Key? Do you to read? Um, no? Yeah, it's the thing. The thing, and I think it, we're, I have the opposite, I think, of uh, what we were just talking about, is I don't think I can read comic books because they give me the images. Yeah. Um, even trying to read the captions, <laughs> some of the captions, I just don't get into them as much as I do a, a novel, and I think it's because they give me the images and it's not in my head. Yeah, I can see that, because um, what's so cool about the, um, um, what I think is so cool about Lock and Key is it's like reading a movie. It's so cinematic, and the way it's structured is, like, the angles that Gabriel chooses, and the house, like, it just feels like you're reading a movie instead mm-hmm. of reading a book. So I think if you go into it with that, um, I mean, it's give... beautifully, um, Gabriel's, is beautifully drawn. I mean, and it's structured so well because um, apparently Gabriel and Joe like built the house, like built a model of the house. So it's very I mean, I'll real. Sure, I'll for sure give it a shot. Yeah, yeah I'll bring it to you. Um, I have the first three I mean, trades. The only comic books I've tried to read before then, you know, is um, Captain America and The Flash. So yeah. I mean, it's totally different. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I'd probably call Lock and Key more of a graphic novel than a comic book. Yeah, so. it's definitely, um, it definitely is. Mm-hmm. But the first three, I have the first three trades. And then um, I have the last three Digitally, because comic books are fucking expensive. This thing's like twenty dollars each. Um, 
I've I read the Captain America's on my phone. Yeah, that's what I, I read it on here. Um, at the last three, but I mean that's the only comic book I've ever read that like made me cry, like multiple times. Like, right, it's, I give it's a shot. heartbreaking that book. Because it's like a family, it's a family drama. I know what it is. I know, yeah. I know it's so it's like, um, like we're so you have way. this family, these family dynamics in there. Have you ever seen the trailer for the, uh, the would-be show? Yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, hopefully it'll get made at some point. Yeah, into a movie. Not, or... It might not have Nick in it then. Though. Oh, I don't think it'll have Nick in it anymore. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I'm not, it's not, it's not a huge character. It's more that they get the kids right than anything. Yeah, I know. The one, especially the one kid, but um, I mean, I wouldn't know. I, I, it's like Watchmen. It's such a beautiful look. You don't necessarily have. To, I don't necessarily have to see it adapted. Yeah. Because um, it's so cinematic. 